according to it. For then you will find your way prosperous, and then you will have success. Remember how the Lord humbled you, and he let you hunger, O Israel, and fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know. They'd never seen it. But he did so that you might know that man does not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. For the law of the Lord is perfect. It revives the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure. It makes the simple wise. The rules of the Lord that he gives, they're right, and they cause the heart to rejoice. And the commandment of the Lord is pure. It enlightens the eyes, and the fear and respect of the Lord is clean. It endures forever, and the rules of the Lord are true, and they're righteous altogether. And they are more to be desired than gold, even much fine gold, sweeter also than the honey. And I like honey. And the drippings of the honeycomb, moreover, by them is your servant warned. In keeping them is great reward. For this commandment that I command you today, it's not too hard. Neither is it far off. It is not in heaven that you should say, who will ascend to heaven for us and bring it to us that we might hear it and do it? Neither is it beyond the sea that you should say, who will go over to the sea for us and bring it to us that we might hear of it and do it? But the word is very near to you. It is in your mouth and it is in your heart so that you can do it. Remember, no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man. But men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. And who is this God? Hear, O Israel. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. When Abraham was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to him and said, I am El Shaddai. I am God Almighty. The pour forth of blessings. Serve me faithfully and live a blameless life. He is El Elyon, the Lord Most High. He is Adonai. He is the Lord Master. He is Yahweh, Lord Jehovah. He is Jehovah Nisi. The Lord is my banner, the one in which I rally around and run to. He is Jehovah Rohi, my shepherd, who guides me. He is Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals. Oh, he is Jehovah Sitkanu, the one who has made me righteous. He is Jehovah Shammah, the ever-present one. He is Jehovah Mikodeshkim, the one who sanctifies you. Oh, and amen. He is Jehovah Jireh, the Lord who provides. Jehovah Shalom, the Lord of peace. And the Lord of hosts, Jehovah Sabaoth. He is Elohim. I am the Lord God who brought you out of Egypt. Out of the land of slavery, you shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself any graven image in any form in anything in heaven above or earth beneath or in the waters below. You shall not bow down to them or worship them. For I, the Lord your God, I am a jealous God, punishing the children for the sins of the parents to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me but showing love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments. Bell bows down and Nebo stoops low. Their idols are borne by beasts of burden. The images that are carried are burdensome and they're, they're burdened for the weary. They stoop down and bow together, unable to rescue the burden, and they themselves go off into captivity. Listen to me, you descendants of Jacob and all the remnants of the people of Israel, for whom I have upheld since your birth and have carried since you were born, even to your old age and gray hairs. I am he. I am he who will sustain you. I have made you and I will carry you. I will sustain you and I will rescue you. With whom will you compare me or count me equal? 
To whom will you liken me that we may be compared? Some pour out gold from their bags and they weigh out silver on scales and they, they hire a goldsmith to make it into gold and they bow down and worship it. They lift it on their shoulders and they carry it. They set it up in its place and there it stands. From that spot it cannot move. Even though someone cries out to it, it cannot answer. It cannot save them from their troubles. Remember this and keep it in mind. Take it to heart, you rebels. Remember the former things, those of long ago. I am God and there is no other. I am God and there is none like me. I make known the beginning and the end. From ancient times what is to come. I say my purpose will stand and I will do all that I please. From the east, I'll summon a bird of prey. From a far off land, I'll bring a man in to fulfill my purpose. Purpose. What I have said, I'm going to bring it about. What I've planned, that will I do. Listen to me, you stubborn hearted. You who are now far from my righteousness. I am bringing my righteousness near. It is not far away. My salvation will not be delayed. I will grant salvation to Zion and my splendor to the Lord. For therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Listen carefully. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son. And she will call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor. Mighty God, Prince of Peace, the Everlasting Father. But when the time set had fully come, God sent his son Jesus, born of a woman, born under the law, and he appeared to Mary, the angel Gabriel, saying, Hail, highly favored one, for the Lord God himself will come upon you, and he will overshadow you. And you will conceive and give birth to a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. And when Joseph found out a righteous man, he was unwilling to disgrace her publicly because she was pregnant without being married. He resolved to divorce her quietly. But after he had pondered these things, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the one conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you shall give him the name of Jesus So in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld His glory, the glory of the only begotten from the Father, because He will save His people from their sins. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but He came to serve and to give His life as ransom for many. Remember, they came to a place called Golgotha, which means the place of the skull, and there they crucified him. Oh, but on the third day, he rose from the dead, just like he said he would, and now he sits at the right hand of the Father forever, making intercession for us. For God made Jesus, who knew no sin, to be sin on our behalf, that we might be made the righteousness in God's eyes, because without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sins. And let no man say, I have made myself free from my sin, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and the wages of sin is death. And whosoever's name was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. And these shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. And fear not, Jesus said, them which can kill the body but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. And if your hand offends you, cut it off. It is better for you to enter into life maimed than to have two hands and go into hell. 
into the fire that will never be quenched. So it will be at the end of the age, the angels will come and they will separate the wicked from the righteous. And they will throw the wicked into hell, into the fiery furnace, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. But the cowardly, the unbelieving, the vile, those with murder in their heart, the sexually immoral, those who practice divination and magic arts, those who worship idols and all liars, they will be consigned to the fiery lake of burning sulfur, for this is the second death. And the smoke of their torment ascendeth up forever and ever, and they have no rest day or night. It is a place where the worm does not die, and the fire never goes out. For the wages of sin is death. Wow. But the gift of God is eternal life. What must I do to enter into the kingdom of heaven? Nicodemus, you don't know this? You're a man of Israel. Do you not know that you must be born again? Well, how shall a man be born again? Can, can he enter into his mother's womb? Nicodemus, that which is born of flesh is flesh. And that which is born of spirit is spirit. Don't be surprised when I tell you, you need to be born again. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that if you believe in him, you'll never perish but shall have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save it through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed on the name of the son of the most high God, Jesus. What must I do to be saved? Asked the Philippian jailer. But is it not the question that we all should ask? Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved. Repent then and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out. And you may receive times of refreshing. For God made Jesus who knew no sin on our behalf. If you will confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and that Jesus is the Lord, you shall be saved. For with the mouth confession is made, but with the heart man believes unto righteousness. Anyone who rejects this instruction, you're not rejecting a human being. You're rejecting God himself who gives the Holy Spirit. Now that you have received the Lord Jesus Christ, so walk in him. Therefore, if any man's in Christ, you know, he's a new creation. Old things have passed away. New things have come. For I have been crucified with Christ. And it's not I who live. But it's Christ who lives in me. And the life that I now live, I don't live for myself. But I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and who gave himself up for me. If you have any encouragement for being united in Christ... If there's any comfort in his love, if there's any common sharing of the Spirit, if there's any tenderness and compassion, make my joy complete by being like-minded. Have the same love. Be one in spirit and one in mind. Why all the division? Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value one another as more important than yourself. Don't look out for your own interest, but look out for the interest of others. As a matter of fact, in your relationship with one another, you should have the same mind that Christ had, who being in the very nature of God, he didn't consider equality with God as something to be held on to 
or something to be used for his advantage, but he willingly gave it up. He made himself nothing, taking on the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on the cross. And therefore God has highly exalted him (laughs) to the highest place in the universe. And he's given him a name that is above every other name, that at that name of Jesus Every knee shall bow in heaven and earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And therefore, if you've been raised with Christ, seek things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things that are above, not on things of the earth, for you've died, and your life is hidden in Christ. And when Christ, who is your life, appears, hmm, then you will appear with him in glory. Don't be conformed to the world. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may test and discern what the will of God is, what is good and acceptable and perfect. You know, because it is grace you have been saved, not of works, lest any man should boast. And it is God who is at work in you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. And I'm confident of this very thing, that he who began to get work in you, he will complete it to the day of Jesus Christ. Put to death everything that's earthly, Sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, covetousness. You know that's idolatry. On account of these things, the wrath of God is coming. In these two, you once walked when you were living in them, but now you must put them away. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, backbiting, obscene talk from your mouth. Don't lie to one another. See that you put off these old selves with the practices. For if anyone thinks he's religious and he doesn't bridle his own tongue, he deceives his own heart. And that person's religion is worthless. Put away all malice and deceit and hypocrisy and envy and slander. And like newborn infants, desire the pure spiritual milk of the word that you may grow into salvation. If indeed you have tasted that the Lord is good. Address one another in Psalms and hymns, and spiritual songs. Sing and make melody to the Lord in your heart. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom. Singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your heart. Put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your soul. But be doers of the word, not just hearers deceiving yourself. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like a man who looks at himself in the mirror and when he turns around, he forgot what he looks like. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being... No hearer who forgets, but a doer, he will be blessed in his doing. And oh, how blessed is a man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the path of sinners, or sits in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. And he will be like a tree firmly planted by streams of water. And he will yield his fruit in his seasons. And whatever he does, he prospers. Know this, my beloved brothers. Let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. For the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Be kind to one another, tenderhearted. Forgive one another as Christ forgave you. Because Jesus said, if you don't forgive, the Father won't forgive you. Forgive. 
For many shall come in that day and say, Lord, Lord, did we not cast out demons in your name and heal the sick and do all kinds of incredible miracles? And the Lord shall say, do I know you? Get out of here. All you do is work iniquity. I, therefore, a prisoner of the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. For how sweet it is when brothers dwell in unity. It's like the oil running down the beard of Aaron. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, and that's your spiritual worship. Keep your life free from the love of money and be content with what you have. For he said, I will never leave you or forsake you because no one can serve two masters. You're either going to hate one and love the other or you'll be devoted to one and despise the other. You can't serve God and money. And don't let unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only what is helpful for building up according to the needs of others, that it might benefit others. Don't grieve the Holy Spirit with whom you have been sealed for the day of righteousness and redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind to one another. Forgive each other, just as Christ forgave you. Now, do not repay evil for evil, but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. If possible, as far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God. For it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. To the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him something to drink. For by doing so, you will heap burning coals upon his head. And do not be overcome with evil, but overcome evil with good. Now, the works of the flesh are evident. Sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery and fighting among each other, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, Things like this. I warned you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But walk in the Spirit, for the fruit of the Spirit is love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and gentleness and self-control. And there's no law for that. My brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers against the rulers of this dark world, against spiritual wickedness in high places, and the weapons of our warfare are mighty for the pulling down of strongholds. And the weapons are the word. The weapon is the blood. The weapon is our testimony. The weapon is the word. Pursue peace with all men as well as holiness without which no one will see the Lord be careful that no one falls short. Be careful. Be careful that no one falls short of the grace of God, lest a root of bitterness grow up within your heart and affect many. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, 
whatever is commendable. If there's anything excellent, if there's anything worthy of praise, that's what we should think about. What you have learned and received and heard and seen, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Having purified your souls by your obedience to the truth, for sincere brotherly love, love one another earnestly, deeply from the heart. For if I speak with the tongues of men of angels, but I don't have love, I'm nothing more than a clashing symbol. If I have the gift of prophecy and I can fathom all mysteries and knowledge, I don't, I don't have any love. I got nothing. If I give all that I have to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast, look what I've done, but I don't have any love. I got nothing. Brothers, love one another. For love is patient. Love is kind. It doesn't envy. It doesn't boast. And it's not proud. It does not dishonor others. It's not self-seeking. And it's not easily angered. And uh, it doesn't keep any records of wrong. Love does not delight in evil, but it rejoices in the truth. It always protects. Love always trusts. Love always hopes. Love always perseveres. Now, there are three things that remain, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is my brethren, love one another. Be patient with one another. Serve one another. Encourage one another as you see the day approaching. Listen to each other. And forgive one another since you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable, through the living and abiding word of God. For all flesh is like the grass, and all its glory like the flowers of the field. And you know the grass withers and the flower fades. But the word of God, it will remain forever. And this word is the good news that was just preached to you.